Hey y'all, it's A Few Minutes with a Few Podcast. I'm Lily. And I'm Maddie. And we have a passion to see people make Jesus number one in their everyday lives. We want to get serious about being serious for Jesus. Will you join us? Hey everybody, welcome back to the show. We are starting off 2024 with a great episode and we are really excited to jump into this episode and to just give us all a little dose of inspiration and motivation Mm -hmm. as we head into this new year. And I know this day can be filled with lots of different emotions for everyone. There's a mix of sadness with the passing of the last year. Mm -hmm. And there's a sort of excitement that comes with a new year, but also sometimes some dread and just some different emotions that come along with all new things and new experiences and the things that are to come. And so we want to look at this year in a little bit of a different way with you guys. And I know that Lots of you may have set New Year's resolutions for yourself. Mm -hmm. Uh, You may have been setting some goals and looking at the different things that you want to do this year. But none of them, and I can say this with full confidence because I fully believe this, none of them will be as important as what we're about to talk about in this episode. I am preaching that to myself. Don't you worry. I'm not just preaching it to Mm -hmm. you. I am preaching it to myself as well. This is an episode that I hope we can all come back to multiple times throughout 2024 Mm -hmm. and really just remind ourselves of what is most important and how do we measure the success of our lives. And I hope that this is an episode we can come back to to kind of remind ourselves of what's important and to ultimately determine what does the Lord have for us in 2024 and what does he want us to be doing. So stay tuned for a great conversation about that. But Maddie, before we get into all of that and our topic of conversation, start us off with some announcements. Okay, so first and foremost, I suppose our most pressing announcement is that Blogmas is officially over. Let us all cry together. It is a very, very sad day, folks. I was going to say, like, take a deep breath. No, I'm crying inside of serenity yeah i mean we're definitely sad that it's over because blogmas is always really it is fun while you're in the midst Mm -hmm. of it and you're writing and it's especially fun when you get struck with that just like new piece of inspiration yeah that you can't wait to write about and it makes christmas a lot more special so we hope that you guys enjoyed blogmas that you read the posts and all those great things if you didn't read all of them be sure to go back and read them Mm -hmm. they are still applicable they don't go out of style they are always relevant and even though we may not be in the thick of christmas anymore they should definitely still be a part of our lives and we should be keeping christmas in our heart all year long Mm -hmm. so that is what we hope for these blogmas posts that you guys can look back on them and reread them or go back through and read the ones that you've missed and we do want to just say a huge thank you to everyone who read every post and who was checking in on the blog every day for new posts we really appreciate that and obviously blogmas would not be possible without you guys doing mm-hmm. that so we look forward to maybe doing it again this year which is it's so weird to say this year really weird that just like 
has started and yet hasn't started in so many ways. So yeah, Vlogmas is over, but definitely go back and reread those posts if you haven't already. But now we will be resuming our normal schedule of new blog posts every single Thursday. So make sure that even though we won't have anyone out every day, you are checking back every week because we will definitely be putting out some new and great blog posts in 2024. We already have some things in the works that we are looking forward to putting out on the blog and different things like that. So make sure that you're on our email list. I know that we said that so much during December, but if you haven't done that yet, what are you waiting on? Seriously, because we have plugged this so many times. But yeah, if you're not on our email list, make sure that you sign up because that's the easiest way to be kept informed of all the different things that we're doing, like Mm -hmm. new podcast episodes and new blog posts. And if you haven't yet... Go back and listen to our 200th podcast episode, which would be the episode right before this one. It was so much fun to record. It's a one-hour special. Mm -hmm. We've never done a one-hour podcast episode before. We've come close. Yes. Recording with dad several times. (laughs) But we've never intentionally gone for an hour and done some different things. We Mm -hmm. tackled a few different rapid fire questions. Lily and I both asked each other questions that were really interesting and some that we didn't even have answers to Mm -hmm. or had a really hard time coming up with answers for. So make sure that you go and listen to that. It's a great episode. Have a laugh. There are a lot of different things in that episode that you will enjoy listening to. So make sure that you catch up on that. Yes, it was loads of fun to record that episode. And y'all, the downloads were coming in like crazy for that episode. We were kind of flabbergasted almost at just how many downloads were coming in for that one. And you guys really, really enjoyed that. We got so many comments uh, from people, especially in person, that were like, I really enjoyed that episode. And that was really exciting for us. So if you have more questions, obviously you guys know there are Mm -hmm. more rapid fire episodes to come in 20. 24. I actually just had a friend give me a question. Really? Last week. Okay. She was like, I've been thinking about this one (laughs) and I'm just going to tell you. I'm not going to tell Lily because obviously if it's a rapid fire one, she can't know about it. Oh boy. So I haven't told Lily what the actual question is yet. No, I'm scared and I think I know who this friend is. So I'm going to have to ask her. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys, let's jump into this episode. Maddie, you had a quote to start us off. Uh Okay. So we were trying to brainstorm on what we were going to do for this very special episode. It's the first of a brand new year. Mm -hmm. And that can be intimidating for a lot of us, like Mm -hmm. Lily said. It's definitely intimidating for someone like me who goes into a new year with a lot of optimism and a lot of lofty goals and things that I want to pursue. And then I tend to end the year very pessimistically (laughs) and very depressed and it just never goes the way that I really want it to. But we wanted to talk about something uplifting, obviously, for our first episode of 2024 and something that's really going to get us all into the right mindset going Mm -hmm. into a new year because I definitely think there is a lot of significance in starting a new year. Mm -hmm. A lot of us can go through life and be like, okay, yeah, last year did not go the way that I wanted it to, or it did not go the way that I planned. I didn't achieve my goals. I didn't practice self-discipline the way I wanted to. I didn't do this. I didn't do that. And so we can often be very discouraged and then tell ourselves, okay, I'm just going to act like it's not even a new year. Mm -hmm. I'm going to act like I don't need to set any new goals for my life. I'm going to act like I don't need to do any kind of improvement or anything like that. It's just another year and I'm just going to keep going in the way that I should go. But I think that 
a new year can be so important for our faith because it is this kind of new beginning Mm -hmm. that we can look to and we can mark and say, okay, 2024 was the year that things changed. Mm -hmm. 2024 was a year where I set aside all of my laziness and all the things that have kept me from pursuing the things that I want to love, that I do love. And I found this quote and I actually saved it to my like 2024 vision board because I decided that 2024 is going to be a new year for me too and it's going to be one where I don't let last year's failures define this year's possibilities and so I just saved this to my 2024 board and it's very convicting to me and it really stuck out to me when I saw it on Pinterest. It's from General George Patton. So y'all know it's going to be kind of a hardcore one and it's going to be convicting and it's going to make you feel like a wimp. But it says, there is nothing more pathetic and futile than a general who lives long enough to explain a defeat. Hmm. Love this quote. And it definitely kind of put me in my place for a second because I was like, okay, how many defeats have I endured this year and have just kind of chalked it up to like, oh, well, it wasn't my year or Mm -hmm. that just wasn't my battle. I'm going to choose not to fight that battle. That's just not something I'm going to tackle today. That is for the tomorrow me, not the today me. (laughs) And yet I was so convicted by that quote because I was like, how many defeats have I experienced? Have I gone through? And come out on the other side and rationalized Mm -hmm. my thinking or my battle plan Mm -hmm. or tried to explain to the Lord, well, I defeated because you didn't do something or because you weren't speaking loud enough to me or because you didn't show up in this specific area that I wanted you to or you didn't say this exact thing that I thought you were going to. And so now I'm all defeated and I'm depressed and I don't know what to do with my life. And I was just reminded by this quote that when we go into a spiritual battle, we are meant to give literally every single ounce of ourselves to that battle, no matter how big or small it may be, because rest assured, the small battles are vastly important in the spiritual realm. And when it comes to eternity, small things make such a big difference. And so I was just reminded that Every time I suffered a defeat, I was acting like a totally mediocre Christian, and I was living long enough to explain that defeat. And obviously, he is speaking in very black and white war terms, like literally, if a general lives long enough to explain his defeat, he did not fight with everything he had. He allowed his men's lives to be sacrificed while he kept his own safe. Mm -hmm. And that hit me like a ton of bricks because... I was thinking about all the things that I did not sacrifice when I was going into battle in a spiritual sense. And I was just looking back on all the ways that I have kept myself safe Mm -hmm. and all of the ways that I've played it safe and been like, okay, I don't think I'm just not going to deal with that right now. And I'm going to hope that it goes away. And I think this has been kind of a theme on the podcast this year. We've been talking a lot about strategically planning to beat the enemy, Mm -hmm. having a battle plan, knowing what you're going to do when adversity comes your way. We just talked about this a few weeks ago. And yet, even in my own life, this is why we tell you guys all the time that even though we're recording podcast episodes and writing blog posts and stuff about these topics, does not mean that we're perfect and it doesn't mean that we are accomplishing them the way that we want to accomplish them or even the way that we're calling other people to accomplish them. These are difficult things 
to master and it's hard to go into an adversity and be like, okay, this time's going to be different Mm -hmm. and then actually stick to that because that's my problem. I go into a new year and I say, this year's going to be different. New year, new me. This is my year. And then I suffer one defeat where I didn't give my all. I didn't fight as hard as I should have. And then I just chalk it up to, well, that's someone else's fault. And I want 2024 to be the year where we as Christians, as a capital C church, can look back and say, on January 1st, we decided that when we go into battle, which is every single day, we are giving our all. Mm -hmm. And we are not going to slack. We're not going to be lazy. We're not going to act like our actions don't matter. And if we are defeated, it will not be because I didn't fight as hard as I could have. It will not be because I did not put every single ounce of myself onto the battlefield. And it will not be because I did not sacrifice enough. Mm -hmm. It will not be because I kept myself safe. Mm -hmm. I will put everything that I have out there. And I really think that that could be such a life-changing mindset if we go into 2024 thinking like that. Mm -hmm. I agree. I think that a lot of us We are not threats to the enemy, if we're being honest. We are just Mm -hmm. not. And I really, really want us to zone in on that in 2024. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's something that I'm challenging myself with as well is I want to be a threat to the enemy. I want him to shake in his boots every time I wake up. And I want him to be scared of the things that I'm praying specifically. I want to pray bold prayers Mm -hmm. that move mountains. I want to be a person who lives on their knees and who is doing spiritual warfare every single day and that the enemy is threatened by in 2024 because I am going to be bold and say that he is not threatened by most of us. Mm -hmm. And this year he is not thinking, wow, I need to double down on this person. I need to be on my guard against them because they are doing things for the Lord and they're trying to focus on him and they're living wholeheartedly for him. Mm -hmm. And my own power and my own plans are threatened by that person because of what they're doing for the kingdom and the spirit of the Lord within them. I want to be that person. I want to be that Christian. And not because I will receive any type of credit for it or anything Mm -hmm. like that, because the truth is we won't. (laughs) We will not receive any kind of credit, any kind of worldly credit, I should say. In fact, the world will think that we look crazy and that we're living totally different lives that is just kind of insane. And that's how every single person in the Bible was viewed by Mm -hmm. the people around them, by their culture, by their community. They were thought of as crazy and as insane and as taking these huge steps of faith that looked absolutely insane to the watching world. And I want to be that person in my own life. And in our Bible study group on Thursday nights, I've really been zoning in on the topic of being a modern day prophet. I think that why well, I don't think I know when we see in scripture, when a prophet comes on the scene, the enemy is completely and utterly threatened by them mm-hmm. because they are willing to speak when no one else will. They're willing to act when no one else will because they see that their community was made for something and something so much greater than what we're currently settling for. Yeah. And I think that that's something that we really need to remind ourselves of in 2024 is that we are the modern day prophets. We are the people who are supposed to be crying out in the wilderness, prepare a way for the Lord, make a way for the Lord in the wilderness. This is 
what our duty is as Christians. We should be walking this out every single day in our workplaces, at school, wherever the Lord has you. You are playing such a significant role. You can be playing such a significant role. But the problem is that so many of us are just like Maddie said earlier, just flat lazy. And Mm -hmm. I think it's time we all admit that. We need to face the facts. We need to face reality and say that we struggle with apathy. We -hmm. struggle with complacency. We struggle with these things that we don't handle. And thus, we never really get serious about being serious for Jesus. Mm -hmm. And that's why Maddie and I chose that phrase, I guess, that kind of tagline, I guess, for the few because we want to be the people who get serious about being serious for Jesus. Mm -hmm. We never, how many people really get to that point? How many people really get to the point where they abandon everything for the sake of the kingdom? Mm -hmm. It is very rare. And that is why there are a few who do this. It's not that we did not come up with the few as a sort of like, oh, we're going to be a minority group. We're going to be, you know, all of these things. We're going to, it's just a select few people can be involved. Mm -hmm. No, not at all. But there are very few people from the majority who hear this message, who encounter the gospel, who say, I want to get serious about being serious. Yeah. I want to live in light of eternity. And I want all of my actions and all of my thoughts to be focused and centered around the kingdom because I know that it is of utmost importance. I'm always coming back to the thought. Sorry, I'm just kind of sharing all of my thoughts here. Um, This is just kind of what I'm thinking going into the new year for myself and what I'm challenging myself with. And I know I've said this on the show before. You'll hear it again. You'll hear me say it multiple Mm -hmm. times this year is that you cannot do a million things well. We cannot do a million things well. So please do not start 2024 off thinking that you can do a million things well Mm -hmm. and that you have the strength and the ability and all of those things to do all of these activities and to get to church and to be involved in all of these things and to make a home and to love on your family well and to be in scripture and to pray. And You can't do a million things well. We have to have one focus and everything else flows out of that. Mm -hmm. So what is your main focus going to be? You have to choose one thing that you're going to do well. And then that one thing, which if you need a little help here, that one thing should be the kingdom of God. That one thing should be Jesus and living wholeheartedly for him. I promise you everything else. I don't care whether it's job related, school related, health related, family related, whatever it is, all of those things suddenly start to be put into their rightful place. Yeah. When you have Jesus at the center, when mm-hmm. he is your focus. That I think has always been our problem mm. when it comes to a new year or when it comes to getting our lives turned around or fill in the blank, however you want to say it about your life, because we've all said it a million times. Mm-hmm. That is the problem because we lay out all these different goals and aspirations that we have for the new year. And yet at the top of the list, there is nothing about I'm going to live for Jesus That's it. Mm -hmm. And everything else that needs to happen will happen because of that. Because when you're living for Jesus, you're listening to him. You're talking to him. He's an active participant in your life. Mm -hmm. And therefore, everything else is going to work out the way that it needs to. I'm so tired of hearing everyone on social media say, you're right where you need to be. Mm -hmm. If you couldn't handle the opportunity, it wouldn't have come your way. 
you go, girl. You wrong. are right where you're supposed to be. <laughs> Completely wrong. So wrong. And yeah. I'm so tired of everyone buying into that mindset. I think it's really sad mm-hmm. because we are then rushing into things mm-hmm. simply because the opportunity is there. We feel like we need to take it regardless of whether we've prayed about it, regardless of whether we have really considered how is this going to help me achieve my number one priority, my number one goal for this year, which is to serve Jesus, to put everything I have on the battlefield and leave nothing behind. Mm -hmm. How is this going to serve that purpose? Too often we are wondering, how is that going to serve my budget? How is that going Mm -hmm. to serve my schedule? How is that going to serve me? And we are so selfish when it comes to planning our new year around what we want to do and not what Jesus wants us to do. And that can be really scary, honestly. I am totally guilty of literally stopping myself from praying certain prayers because I don't actually want that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because I get so scared that if I pray this and the Lord thinks I'm serious, (laughs) I think things might get a little crazy. Right. But let's let 2024 be the year where we start praying those prayers Mm -hmm. that scare the enemy and that then scare us. It's okay to be afraid of the things that you're praying about. And I think we don't talk about that in the church enough because we want it to be all like, just pray for your loved ones to be healed. Just pray for peace and comfort and, you know, joy and peace over all the world. And those are all very comfortable prayers. And I think that if in 2024, we stepped out and prayed uncomfortable prayers and said, I don't care what the consequences of this is going to be. I'm going to live up to them. And if we are within God's will, those consequences are always going to be good. They're always going to be beautiful and they're always going to impact our life positively. And so even though it may be scary because we know Mm -hmm. the things that need to be uprooted in our lives. I mean, that is totally why I stop myself from praying those prayers because I know what would need to change then and I don't want that to change. Mm -hmm. And that is totally what I did in 2023. I was like, "Mm, never mind, Lord. Um, Just guide us and protect us and (laughs) keep us safe and amen. And I totally stopped myself from being like, Lord, I want to love like you love and I want to bleed like you bleed. That was Mm -hmm. supposed to be my motto going into 2023. Mm -hmm. It's from a Chris Renzima song. I told you all to go and listen to all of Chris Renzima's songs a few weeks ago. If you haven't done that yet, then do it. But that is from one of his songs. It's at the very end of one of his best songs ever. It's called I Don't Want to Go. And seriously, go and listen to it if you want to be motivated going into 2024 because it should totally be our prayer. And he ends the song by saying, I want to love like you love. I want to bleed like you bleed. Mm. And that is a really scary prayer because if we bleed like Jesus bled, that requires so much of us. Mm -hmm. That really does require us to put every single ounce of ourselves on the battlefield. And that requires us to be so committed to our cause that we're willing to suffer immense pain and immense discomfort. And we are willing to suffer for it in every area. And that is terrifying Mm -hmm. sometimes. But I think we need to get past that terror in some ways. We can still feel terrified, but then we need to say like, I'm not going to stay terrified. I know it's scary right now, but it's not going to be forever Mm -hmm. because I know that even if I have to give some things up, even if things change that I don't really want to change right now, I'm going to trust that 
if the Lord wants them to change, they need to change. Mm -hmm. And I think that is the most important mindset we can have going into 2024. Mm -hmm. You know, I was reminded of the quote by Elizabeth Elliot while you're talking about do it afraid. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think that that is a quote that has really encouraged me and moved me forward in so many things when I almost let fear stop me. Yeah. There is so much to be learned in perseverance. There's so much to be learned in remaining steadfast when no one else is. And I think that that's kind of what I'm zoning in on in 2024 is remaining steadfast when everything else is changing, when it feels as if we're standing on shifting sand Mm -hmm. and it feels as if our culture just continues to decline and continues to sink deeper and deeper into a state of evil that my mind can't even comprehend at this point. I want to be the modern day prophet who is steadfast, who knows what is right, who stands on what is right, who does what is right, who is calling other people to stand with me. And I think that that is something that is most of the time done afraid. Yeah. I don't think that the prophets in scripture were all that confident when you look at them. When you look at who they were and their their personalities and the way that they operated on their own, they were not courageous. They were not these people who were naturally outspoken and bold and courageous, but God made them that way. And he used them in such powerful ways in the time that they were living in. Mm -hmm. And so I guess that's my prayer for 2024 is I'm not the outspoken. I know I might seem like it, but I'm really not. I'm not the (laughs) super confident, outspoken, bold Mm -hmm. person. But I want the Lord to make me that kind of person for the sake of the kingdom. Mm -hmm. Because I know that we don't have days to waste here on laziness and apathy and all these things like I know that in my own life, I don't have another day to just do nothing. Yeah, I want to use it for the sake of eternity. And we are getting closer day by day. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that we fully realize that as Christians, because when we wake up, we are consumed with ourselves. We are consumed with what our schedules are going to bring. We're consumed with what we're doing and what we're a part of and the things that we want to do. And I I just want to get rid of all of that. And I want to be so completely focused on the Lord that every single morning, he's the first thing on my mind. And at night when I lay my head on the pillow, I am thinking about him Mm -hmm. and that there's no break in between. When we get to that point, that is really when we start to understand the gravity of eternity and how much it matters. And not just to us, not just for our souls, but to the souls around us and to our little corner of the world. Mm -hmm. And I know we remind you guys of this all the time, but I absolutely will continue to do it for the rest of my life. Your little corner of the world matters Mm -hmm. and it has the power to impact the whole world. And so let's start there in 2024 today. Let's start there by making sure that we are doing one thing well, Mm -hmm. and that is living for Jesus. I wanted to talk a little bit just to kind of wrap everything up because I think that this this has always been a really good picture for me of this kind of concept. There's a movie that our family watches literally all the time and it is so motivating. It's really good. It's one of the best movies ever. It's called Miracle. It has Kurt Russell in it and it's about the 1980 
United States Olympic hockey team. Mm-hmm. And it's such an incredible movie because we're in the middle of kind of the Cold War and just a lot of different things happening politically. And we are at odds with more than a few people. And morale is pretty low. Then comes the 1980 Winter Olympics and there's this hockey team full of athletes who have come from all these different teams but have somehow learned that the United States is who they play for and that is the most important team that they could be a part of. And so they go to the Olympics and it is seriously imperative that they beat the Soviet hockey team and boost the morale in the country and show that America America is still the best at whatever we do. This is going to be an especially great movie for you guys to watch if you're very patriotic. If you're not, then just don't bother because I hate when people watch things like this and don't feel as patriotic as they should. It really annoys me. Another hot take. Um, Should have included this one in the 200th episode because holidays are not. It's a pet peeve of mine. Be patriotic because America is the best. But toward the end of this movie, as they're getting ready to battle it out with the Soviet team, the head coach who Kurt Russell portrays in this movie is having a discussion with his wife, who is kind of annoying through the whole movie. She's definitely not as patriotic as she should be. And he's having this conversation with her and she's kind of telling him, look, it's okay if you lose. It's not that big of a deal. Like, you did your best and it's okay if you lose. But he knows deep down that it's not okay if they lose. It is imperative that they win. It is so important that they win for more than just the team. It's imperative for the country and for the world and they just have to win. And so he tells her something that is going to be my mindset going into 2024. And it's very similar to this quote that we read at the beginning. He tells her, I don't want those boys to look back and feel like they had anything left to give. Mm -hmm. I don't want them to look back and feel like they didn't leave everything they had out there on the ice. I want them to look back and know that they gave me their absolute best, that they gave each other their absolute best. And if the church really got a hold of this mindset, if we, from all these different teams from all these different denominations that we've formed could come together into one team and learn how to function like a team and then realize how important the game that we play is and we're willing to put in the blood, sweat, and tears to be the very best and to know that even if we are defeated, we left every single part of ourselves out on the ice. Mm -hmm we will be a force to be reckoned with. We will be a threat to the enemy. We will be a people who displays our very best to the world around us. And when our very best is founded in Jesus, that is powerful. Mm -hmm. And that is what we should be going for in 2024. We should not be going for our personal best. It should not be a selfish best. It shouldn't be, we have to beat the Soviets just so that we look good or just so that everybody knows we're great hockey players. It needs to be, we have to beat the enemy because if we don't, no one else is going to. Mm -hmm. And the world descends into chaos and destruction. We cannot afford to lose. But if we do, it will not be because I didn't do my part. It will not be because I slacked, because Mm -hmm. I was lazy again. Mm -hmm. 2024 has got to be a year where we turn things around. 
Because like Lily was saying earlier, we have no more time left to waste. Mm -hmm. And it's pretty stupid that we've wasted as much time as we have. Because let's face it, we've all wasted time. We've all not done things that we should have done this last year and the year before that and the year before that. But let's make 2024 different actually this time because how many times have all of us said that and then we just kind of that doesn't actually happen 2024 has got to be the year that this actually happens i am also reminded of marcus latrell's story if you guys have oh not my heard story. we are getting into all the motivating patriotic stories tonight we've got Patton <laughs> and oh my we've got miracle we've got marcus latrell i don't think there's an greater mix than that. That's a powerful combination. It is. So Marcus Luttrell is a Navy SEAL and he's famous for his book and his movie Lone Survivor. And if you don't know, he was a part of a Navy SEAL team that got attacked while they were on a mission and he was the lone survivor. All of his buddies were killed in this and he got to the point where he had been completely destroyed physically. He was just utterly like to the end of himself and paralyzed, couldn't see, couldn't, I mean, just ridiculous how he lived through this. And he got to the point, he said, where he couldn't feel basically anything. When he tells his story, he says that he gets to this point where he couldn't feel anything but pain. Mm -hmm. And he got to this point where mentally he had to decide, I'm either going to keep going or I'm going to give up. Those are my two options. And I know that Giving up is not an option, so I have to choose to keep going and to not give up here. And so he said to motivate himself, to encourage himself to keep going, despite all odds, he would draw a line in the ground before him and he would crawl because he couldn't walk, he was paralyzed, and he would draw a line in the ground and he would continue to crawl until his feet hit that line. Mm-hmm. And then he'd draw another line and he would keep going until his feet hit that line and then he'd draw another one. And I just love this illustration, this example of what it looks like to keep going even when every single possible option is against you. Mm -hmm. I think that as Christians, this is a perfect example of what it looks like to do spiritual warfare, of what it looks like to keep going even when you are the lone survivor, even when you are the only one who's willing to cry out in the wilderness, make way for the Lord. This is what we're called to. And I think that some of us are heading into 2024 a little bit marred and a little bit broken and a little bit world weary. And I want us to focus on drawing a line before ourselves. Draw a line. That's all you have to do today. You have to do the next right thing. You have to draw a line. And once you get to that line, draw another one and just keep going and see what happens in 2024 Mm -hmm. because that may be all that you can give. And I'm here to tell you that that's enough because that's you giving everything. And that is what the Lord wants of us and calls us to. But the great thing about this is that he gives us the strength to keep drawing those lines. I want to end with Isaiah 54, 17. The beginning of this is very well known, but I think that it should be a verse that we cling to going into 2024. Isaiah 54, verse 17 says, No weapon that is fashioned against you shall succeed, and you shall refute every tongue that rises against you in judgment. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord and their vindication from me, declares the Lord. I just love the final part of that verse. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. We can achieve 
this goal. This is not an unattainable goal. It's not something that we don't have the capacity to achieve. It's something that is a part of our heritage as Christians and comes directly from the throne room of heaven. And that is powerful. And if we cling to that truth and we cling to that goal and that knowledge going into 2024, we will be powerful and we will be a threat to the enemy like Lily was talking about. So we've gone a little bit long today, but you know, what the heck, it's January 1st of 2024. So what else did you guys expect out of this episode? We hope that you guys enjoyed it, that it was motivating in some capacity. I know that in a lot of ways it was probably convicting because it was definitely convicting for me because I have been making my goal lists and figuring out what I want to do for 2024. And it has convicted me that my top goal needs to be pursuing Jesus, putting everything I have on the battlefield. Mm -hmm. It doesn't need to be staying hydrated. That's important, especially because I struggle with that. But, it, but Jesus can help Jesus you with that. can help me remember to stay hydrated. Oh but that should not be the most important thing is the moral of that story. So we are going to wrap this episode up in prayer. So please pray with us. Lord, I just thank you for this day and I thank you for giving us the opportunity to sit down and record this episode and to face another year. And I pray that you would just help each and every person listening to this episode and that you would help Lily and I to really pursue you going into 2024, that we would not pursue selfishness and our personal goals. I pray that every single goal that we make would be centered around you and your will for our lives. And I pray that we would constantly keep that at the forefront of our minds as we are making decisions and working through things in the coming year. And I pray that you would just make us into warriors for you this year, that we would be a force to be reckoned with, that we would be a threat to the enemy, and that we would represent you well in every single thing that we do. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Alrighty, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. We pray that you have an amazing, joy-filled year and that it's full of the Lord's presence in your mm -hmm. life and that you continue to get out there and do war against the enemy every single day for the sake of the kingdom. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we will talk to you all next Monday. Bye, guys.